for joining us for Anchor Daily. Through daily scriptures, we're learning to live out the 1% life and invest in our relationships with God, with other believers, and with those in the world. In Matthew 22, Jesus is asked this question by one of the Jewish religious leaders. Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? He answers by quoting the first two commandments given to Moses by God on Mount Sinai. He says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. I'm Scott Chambers, one of the Bethel elders. And today we're going to explore a very important way. In fact, the most important way we can love our neighbor. But first things first, how do we love God with our whole being? Jesus taught us this in John 14, 15, when he said, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Now, the Lord gives us many commandments, but the one we're focusing on today is found in Acts 1, 8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. To be his witness means to testify to the truth of who he claimed to be, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Notice that he tells us to be his witnesses at home, that's Jerusalem, within the country we live in, but not our hometown, that's Judea, within our country, but in places where people are different than us, that's Samaria, and across the world. How do we love our neighbors? Well, first, who is our neighbor? Jesus was asked this question by a lawyer in Luke 10 as he was teaching a group about the first two commandments. He answered by telling the parable of the Good Samaritan. If you read this parable, you'll see that our neighbor is pretty much anyone God puts in our path. And what's the most loving thing we can do for our neighbor? Is to share the life-giving good news about Jesus. But what if the neighbor God brings across our path is someone we don't like? What if it's someone whose values, beliefs, or lifestyle are completely opposite to ours? Or someone who doesn't belong to our political party? or a citizen of a country whose government doesn't get along with our government. Well, we're commanded to love him or her just as we would love someone from our own tribe. If we don't, we dishonor the name of Christ. The Lord made this very clear in Matthew 5 when he taught his disciples, You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes the the sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only those brothers, what more are you doing than the others? Do not the Gentiles do the same? You therefore must be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Now, perfect here doesn't mean sinless. It just means complete or mature. And by loving our neighbors well, we show them and others that we are mature due to God's work in our lives. Part of the 1% life is investing in the lives of other people who don't yet know the Lord, both locally and globally. How to do this? An important step is to cultivate friendships with unbelievers and to pray for them. We can ask God to steer our conversations with them in his direction. I've done this, and it's been amazing to see how something happens that just opens the door. 
For instance, a few weeks ago, I was on a long drive with a friend who doesn't yet know the Lord. Like me, this friend has a strong interest in cosmology, which is the science of the origin and development of the universe. I had prayed for a door to open in the days before we left. He, we had barely gotten on the freeway when he made a comment about an aspect of the universe that strongly points to its design by an intelligent agent, i.e. the creator. I replied that this particular property of the universe has all the characteristics of design, and before long, he asked me, who is the designer? I shared about my conviction that the designer of the universe is the God of the Bible. And as we talked over the next hour, I was able to share the gospel and my personal testimony with my, with my friend. And he didn't even ask me to stop the car and let him out. It was a great conversation. Beyond our personal friendships, there are many opportunities for us at Bethel to be salt and light locally. We just had local fest on Sunday and several options were presented. I would encourage you to take advantage of these. We also have opportunities at Bethel to go overseas for short-term mission trips. Two teams win or are going this month, one to Greece and one to Cambodia. These experiences help us understand how God is working in other cultures to bring people to himself. They stretch our faith, fill our hearts with compassion, and help us see the big picture of how God is reaching the nations. I encourage you to consider these opportunities as well. I can say from experience that doing so will change your life. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you hit follow on whatever streaming platform you are listening with. Don't forget to go to Bethel.ch for more information on all the amazing opportunities here at Bethel. We hope you were challenged or encouraged by what you heard. God bless.